Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. If you follow the news, you've probably seen that the price of gold has been setting new all-time highs recently. There are several reasons why that is happening, including the rising cost of living, our national debt passing $34 trillion and continuing to skyrocket, and the upcoming elections in November which add to the economic uncertainty. It's why so many Americans, including myself, are turning to Birch Gold Group. Text OTR to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying your IRA or 401k into gold. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you can count on Birch Gold. Just text OTR to 989898 to claim your free info kit now. Come in. Welcome. Welcome to Mystery Theater. I am Hyman Brown, inviting you to join my class in mental calisthenics, where we exercise the most mysterious muscle in the human body, the imagination. Enough, said the poet, is as good as a feast. <laughs> but what is enough? Mr. Webster tells us it means sufficient. But what does sufficient mean? That's right. It means enough. So we go round and round. And because it's so hard to agree on what constitutes enough of anything, we find that we have more than enough of murder. How did you uh, kill those men? Magic. Magic. Okay, I can wait for you to tell the truth. I wrote them each a letter. And the letters killed them. They read the letters, and it killed them dead. That's impossible. Why do you say it's impossible? Because, because words on paper alone can't kill anybody. That isn't so, Sergeant. Didn't you ever hear the saying, the pen is mightier than the sword? Our mystery drama, The Poison Pen was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Roberta Maxwell and Michael Tolan. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Every year, New York City is inundated by a bright wave of eager anxious would-be stars. Girls so young, so fresh, so beautiful, they can break your heart. They come here to sing, to dance, to act. In short, to make it big in the big time. And like the waves that roll up on the beaches, they soon recede, disappear, and are gone without a trace. Are they good enough? There's that word enough again. In most cases, the answer is no. But it doesn't matter. So great a multitude clamor for a place in the spotlight, and yet there's only room for so tiny a handful. Let us concern ourselves with a theatrical agent named Barney Hogarth. What's that, Fred? You didn't get your check. It's impossible. I put it in the mail last night. Don't yell at me. Your argument's with the U.S. government. Freddy, pal, I swear to you, it's in the mail and it ain't gonna bounce. 
Hey, Proudfoot, come in here. You, uh, you sent for me, Mr. Hogarth? Oh, how many times do I have to tell you? When Fred Sinclair calls, I'm out. Now, please, Mr. Hogarth, you're shouting at me again. And it makes me so nervous. I really become ill. Is there any mail? I can't do my work. Did the mail come? Ma- mail? Oh, oh well, no. L- l- let me get my thoughts together. What's that in your hand? And, uh, oh, this. Oh, that's, yes, it's the mail. That one letter? It must be some actor looking for work. What do they want from me, these people? Come on, read it. Well, what are you standing for like a dummy? Now, I can only do one thing at a time, Mr. Hogarth. I came in here to ask you something. Yeah? Well, I... I haven't been paid in a month. We'll talk about it after lunch. Yeah, Mr. Hogarth, you... you... give me a hard time and we won't talk about it at all. Oh, read yes, me the letter, sir. huh? Yes, sir. <sighs> don't these actresses know letters don't mean a thing? No, um... Uh, uh, dear Mr. Hogarth, six months ago, a young lady approached a gentleman on the street. She was starving. She was desperate. She needed money for her lodging. She said to the gentleman, uh, Sir, I will do anything for $50. What is this, a gag? But this gentleman looked at her with deep compassion, and he said, Poor child, take the money and bless you. It's a crazy world. I, that girl, have come into a considerable inheritance. I'm wealthy. I wish to prove the biblical adage, cast your bread upon the waters. I wish to reward your generosity a thousandfold. I have tried to find you. I believe you to be a Mr. Barney Hogarth. Hey, tear that thing now, up. If you are the man, please tell me so, and I will send you a check for $50,000. I enclose a stamped, self-addressed envelope for your convenience, signed, uh, forever in your debt. And um, that's, that's what it says. That's what it says, huh? Yes, sir, Mr. Hogarth. And uh, <clears throat> what's the address on the envelope where I'm supposed to answer? Well, it, uh, it's just a, a post office box number. Uh, Mr. Hogarth, is, is it true? Is what true? The letter. Well, what do you think? Sure, it's true. Oh, Mr. Hogarth, I knew it. I knew that beneath your, your very tough exterior, you had a heart of gold. Do you remember like, <laughs> like it was yesterday? This little chick comes up to me. Wait. Wait, where's a piece of paper? Let me write this down. Dear little girl, yes, I am that Barney Hogarth. Sign Barney Hogarth. Now, here, put that in the envelope. Yeah. Yeah, I heard her proposition. And would you believe it? (laughs) I began to cry. (laughs) Poor kid. I gave her the 50 bucks. I would have given her more, but... uh, but I didn't have it, so go figure. No, Mr. Hogarth, you, you are a saint. Oh, seal it and send it. And remember, my boy, uh, <clears throat> why we are put here in this world to begin with. Yes, sir. We are placed here to do good to one another. Yes, sir, I'll remember that. And uh, if I cannot help an unfortunate brother or starving sister, of what use can I possibly... <laughs> oh, Mr. Hogarth... Well, you don't interrupt no, no, me. Mr. But... Hogarth... Oh, what's the matter? Oh. What's the matter? What's the matter with you? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I, oh, what? I can't breathe. I, it's hot in what here. The, the, the room. It's what are you sick dance. or something? I, oh, I'm so dizzy. The, the room is dancing. I, I, I can't breathe. I, Mr. Hogarth, help me. <laughs> Proudfoot. Oh. Proudfoot. Come on, kid. Proudfoot. What was his full name? 
Sebastian Proudfoot. What did he do here? He, uh... He ran the office for me. It's... He's something the matter, Sergeant. Where was he from? I don't know. Somewhere in Texas, maybe. Did he have any enemies? Maybe Oklahoma. One of them places out west. Enemies? How should I know? He worked for you for three years. You ought to know something. What do you know about young kids today, especially in this business? They're all crazy. Who can keep track of what they do? You can't tell me anything about his private life? Listen, what is all this? I, I thought he died of a heart attack. He did. Then what are the cops buzzing around for? The heart attack was brought on by a poison. He was murdered. You're kidding. I mean, who'd want to murder him? Had he been acting strangely? Well, who knows what would be strange for him? He died in your office. Like that? Out of a clear blue sky for no reason. Okay. That's all for now. Uh, he was a very nice boy. Why should anybody want to kill him? I wish to reward your generosity a thousandfold. I have tried to find you, and I believe you to be a Mr. Joseph Carraway. If you are the man, tell me so, and I will send you a check for $50,000. I enclose a stamped, self-addressed envelope. If I'm that man. Hmm. Well... Joseph? Hmm? Oh, oh, yes, my dear. I know you're quite busy. Oh, no, please come in. Uh, I was afraid I might interrupt the news. <laughs> no, no danger of that. She's abandoned me this morning, I fear. Oh, and the first draft was coming along so nicely, too. Where are you going? Well, I thought I'd drive downtown. Is there anything you'd like me to pick up? Uh, no, no, I don't think so, my dear. Well, I could mail the letter for you. Letter? The one you just sealed. Oh, oh this letter. And does it need a stamp? No, no, no. It's all ready for posting. And thank you, my dear. Mm. It's addressed to a box number. Hmm? Oh, it's, it's just an inquiry, my darling. A, a literary inquiry. <laughs> well, I shall return in time for tea. Hmm? And you must promise not to work too hard. <laughs> I promise. There's no great rush. You still have three months to finish the first draft. Uh, uh, yes. yes I, I suppose I... I, suppose I, I... I don't like your color. <clears throat> You're so pale. It seems to be so hot in here. Hot? Why, why the room is freezing. I can't breathe. Darling, what's, what's wrong? The room is starting to no. go deaf. No, no, don't, don't try to stand up. I can't breathe. The room is dancing. Joseph? Oh, help me. Help me. Help, help me. Help. Joseph! I believe you to be a Mr. Frank Clancy. If you are the man, tell me so, and I will send you a check for $50,000. I enclose a self-addressed stamped envelope. <laughs> Honey, you're on. Selena. Oh. Oh. Good morning, Mama. You get into bad habits in New York. Sleep until 9.30 in the morning? Mama, everybody in New York sleeps till noon. Is that a fact? Well, I brought you your breakfast. Oh, thank you, Mama. Well, I have to fatten you up a bit. You got so skinny while you were away. You keep spoiling me like this, and I never will want to go back to New York to resume my career. How is your career coming along, Selena? <sighs> That's my problem. 
I can't decide which career. Should I write plays or act or sing or dance? That's why I came home, to do some thinking. Well, you don't want to think so much. You just concentrate on your breakfast. Oh, I also brought you the New York paper. Oh, what's in it? What's always in a New York paper? Murder. Seems like they got a whole string of murders. No. Someone is running around poisoning people. Really? There's a Mr. Frank Clancy. Frank Clancy? Why, he owns the rendezvous. It's the biggest nightclub in the city. Not anymore. Somebody fixed his wagon. That's... That's awful. Then according to the paper, you got a Mr. Joseph Carraway. Joseph Carraway? Why, he's only one of the leading playwrights in New York. Well, I'm sure the worms will be thrilled to hear it. Someone poisoned him. That is terrible. And you got another one. A Mr. Sebastian Proudfoot. Who? Well, it is rather a peculiar name, Sebastian Proudfoot. Sebastian? No. He shouldn't have been poisoned. Well, honey, if you get right down to it, nobody should be poisoned. But he wasn't supposed to. What, what do you mean, he wasn't supposed to? I, uh, he's a very young fellow. He was a very young fellow. And it's a shame. Well, how, how, how would you know? Mama, I... I knew all those people. After all, when you pursue a career in New York, those are the people you meet. These people were all friends of yours? Of course. They were all friends of mine. I... I, I just don't understand about... Sebastian Proudfoot. You see, he worked for Mr. Barney Hogarth. Barney Hogarth? Barney is the leading theatrical agent in New York. And, and he's the one I meant to... Well, you meant to what? Uh, oh, nothing, Mama. <laughs> you know me. I always talk to myself. That's because you have money in the bank. It was like poor Mr. Joseph Carraway said to me before he died. Always go back to where you came from and renew your roots. <laughs> well, we got plenty of roots that needs digging up in the south pasture. See you later, honey. Yes, Mama. Oh, poor Sebastian. I never meant to kill Sebastian. It was Barney Hogarth that I wanted to. How did I ever manage to kill Sebastian? How? That's an interesting enough question to leave you with for now. Here is a young lady who has already dispatched three people. And may yet go for number four. How did she do it? Well, you should know that already. Oh, yes. I've been playing scrupulously fair with you. All the clues were right out in the open. Think about it. Until Mystery Theater returns in just a few moments with Act Two. Her name is Selina. She's one of those honey blondes with bright blue eyes. There's laughter in her face and innocence in her smile. She is delightfully naive and refreshingly sincere. These are the signals you get from her appearance. Forget it. She's already killed three people. 
but so far, she's the only one who knows that. I'm very sorry to disturb you, Mrs. Carraway. Oh, please, Sergeant. Ask me the necessary questions. First, did your husband know a Sebastian Proudfoot? Oh, I don't think so. He worked for an agent, Barney Hogarth. No, that name isn't familiar either. How about uh, Frank Clancy? No. What does all this have to do with... Your husband and these two other men were killed by a poison called Urcurari. It's a unique form of curare in that it can kill by ingestion. It's rare. They don't know much about it. It paralyzes all the motor functions. I'm sorry I had to tell you that. Oh, it's all right. Who had a motive for killing your husband, Mrs. Carraway? Uh, in these things, don't you usually suspect the wife, Sergeant Garvey? Yes. Except in this case, you'd also have to have killed two other people. How could Joseph have been killed? We don't know much about that poison. We don't know how it was administered or how long it needs to act. One moment he was active, busy, filled with life. And suddenly he, he couldn't breathe. The room began to dance. And, and he was dead. What was he doing? Nothing. He just finished writing a letter and... And I offered to mail it for him. And... and he just died. Enemies. Had he ever harmed anyone? Harmed? What I'm asking, Mrs. Carraway, is... Is anyone poorer because of him? Unhappy because of him? Oh, I don't think... Mrs. So. Carraway, did he ever hurt anyone? No. I, I can say in, in all sincerity... He never hurt anyone. <laughs> Well, 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 if it ain't Sergeant Garvey. Have one on the house. Only if it's lemonade. What are you doing, celebrating? Now, what should I be celebrating? You are now sole owner of the rendezvous with Frank Clancy out of the way. Oh, so it really wasn't a heart attack, huh? Who killed him? Well, I didn't. If the joint was making the profit, I might have been tempted, but <laughs> business today... Who killed him? Oh, Sergeant, a million people could have killed him. Popularity contest, he could never have won. Just give me a few prime candidates. Well, I... I figure it's a dame. Why? Well, because he wasn't a guy who could, uh, uh, you know, ditch a dame gracefully after he was uh, through with her, if you know what I mean. Let's hear more. But some guys, Sergeant, when it's over, they... they know how to... how to make a dame feel like she's not being tossed out. <laughs> but him... I remember... Yeah, it was a couple of... Uh, maybe maybe three weeks ago. I, I come into the office. There's a name there. She says to him, I'll kill you, Frank. She threatened to kill him? Sure. Yeah, Frank used to lead him on, you know, promise him a job here singing or dancing. He made a good thing out of that. Yeah, the dames had come across, but he never would. This particular dame, who was she? You know her name? No. Could you describe her? Yeah, yeah, let me let me try to remember what she looked like. You you're completely off base, Sergeant. Certainly no woman would have any motive to kill Joseph. A young woman with blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh, there are millions of young women who fit that description. We have reason to believe that a young woman could have killed Frank Clancy. Now, why would she also have a motive to kill your husband? I told you, I, 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 I don't... Mrs. Carraway, three men are dead. One of them your own husband. Did he have another woman? How dare you? It was a question that had to be asked. If, if he did have another woman, then, 
Then shouldn't I be the one to kill him? That depends. On what? On which one of you he chose to keep. Oh, I, I was downtown shopping. I, I called him. He was working at home. I asked him to meet me for dinner. He said he had an appointment with a producer. I decided to dine alone in Aredo's. I was sitting in a booth when I heard a familiar voice in the booth in back of me. Well, yes, my dear, I did say I would help you with your play. I... You said you would collaborate with me. Well, now, I never actually said that I would collaborate. You did. You know you did. But, but I can't do that. Now, you write nicely. You, you have talent. Huh? But it's a small talent. You didn't talk this way before we went away for the weekend. It was a mistake, Selena. It, it was a mistake. Oh, yes. It was a mistake, all right. Uh, let me give you some money. Money? If I wanted to sell myself, I... Well, to be brutally frank, my dear, you were willing to sell yourself for influence, for connections, for a career. Well, good for you. Now... You came up with a Joseph Carraway type line. Now you can ease your conscience. I... Uh, look, I was just carried away by... By your freshness and by your beauty and your youth. <laughs> That's a good line, too. Old, but good. Selena. Selena, please, I'll do anything for you. Anything within reason. But we're not going to collaborate on a play. It's... It's impossible. Yes, it's impossible, all right. Tell me, when did your wife find out about me? She, uh, she doesn't know. Oh, yes, she does. She does. Well, I never told her. Now, I would be a fool to do that, wouldn't I? She knows there's someone else. She can sense it. You're too old for a wife and a girlfriend. She knows. And that's why you feel you have to get rid of me. Oh, that's ridiculous. No. If she wasn't wise, you'd keep leading me on. Well, don't worry about it. My darling, I feel... In a little while, you won't have to worry about anything. She got up and ran out, and he went after her. Were you able to see what she looked like? No. And her name was Selena? Yes. Selena what? I don't know. So she ran out, and he ran after her. And what happened later? I don't know. I mean, between you and your husband. Nothing. Isn't that kind of, uh, unusual? No, Sergeant. Many people just accept it. Many people simply cannot make an issue of it. They, well, they're frightened. They don't know where it will lead. Besides, I knew it was all over and that it would never happen again. So, there's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl named Selena... Sergeant, I told you before, in a diplomatic way, he didn't go out with girls. Does the name Selena mean anything to you? Selena? Blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, yeah, 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 there was a dame, Selena. Then he did go out with her? No, 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 he didn't go out with her. Uh, the fact is, I did. You? Well, I didn't go out with her exactly, if you know what I mean. I saw her a couple of times, and, uh... Yes? Uh, well... I got rid of her. Why? Why? Well, that's personal, isn't it? 
We're dealing here with what could very well be first-degree murder. Withhold any facts or evidence, and you're an accessory. Would you like any part of that? No, no, I... I, I'm only too happy to cooperate with the law. It's, it's the duty of every citizen. After all, our government is only as strong as... About they... this girl, Selena. Well, you know how they come in here looking for an agent, and she was... Well, she was different. I mean, she was the same, but she, she was so... She was so fresh, you know, right off the farm, and I... You know the type? And? Well, I said... I said somebody's going to pluck this little blossom sooner or later, so... Why not you, Barney Hogarth? And you did. I, I tell you, I... I was willing to get very serious. But she... She made a real terrible scene in a club one night. How... How's the part coming, Barney? The part? Oh, the part. Oh, great. Uh, listen, honey, where are you living now? Shouldn't I be meeting the producer? Uh, you see, I was thinking... Uh, doesn't he want to meet me? kid like you, you really need somebody to... You need somebody to watch over you. You know, this can be an awful town for innocent young girls. If I'm going to play the lead in his new show, I would think... Uh... Uh, Selena, honey, you just leave all the thinking to me. And I mean, I your agent? The only reason I bring this up is... Uh, well, you told me his name was Roderick Kendall... And the play is called No More Love. Yeah, yeah, well, I... Uh, I and I read in the paper that Rosemary Stewart has just been signed. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, look, you don't want to re believe everything you read in the papers. You've been lying to me, Barney. No! Should I tell you how I know? I called Mr. Kendall. I spoke to him. You're kidding me. Kendall don't speak to nobody. Yeah, especially to you. But I called at lunchtime when his girl was out. And he answered the phone himself, and I said, Sir, my agent, Barney Hogarth, told me you had agreed to give me the part. You... you said that to, to Roderick Kendall? And you know what he said? Who's Barney Hogarth? Oh, now, baby, baby you see, it's a joke. <laughs> there never was a part for me. Look, I read the script, and I thought that you'd be And great. you lied to me. Well, I... I, I... <sighs> okay. But I'm willing to make it up to you... You see, you see, honest, you're just not another girl. Oh, that's a very original line. I heard it in at least 20 movies. Oh, honey, I'm willing to get you an apartment. Now, don't that prove something, huh? But you're not willing to get me in a play. I, I can't. Sure, because you're not big enough. No. Oh, it's because you're not good enough. What did you say? I... Oh, Selena, there are a million girls like you. Why didn't you tell me this before, instead of after? Because, uh, because I'm, I'm no good, and this business is no good, and you go home, do you hear me? I heard that line before, too. You're going to pay for what you did to me. But, honey, what did I do to you? Look, you don't kid me. For all those innocent eyes you, you've been around, you... You lied to me. Well, honey... That showbiz. And I'm going to kill you. Yeah. What? Oh, oh, now, come on, don't make me laugh. You're cheap, shabby, and false. Selena, you're starting to raise your voice. You're playing the scene all wrong. I won't be able to look at myself in the mirror again until you're dead. 
She said she'd kill you. That's what she said, Sergeant. And she sure was mad enough. But if she was angry enough to kill you, why did she kill Sebastian? Why? The eternal why. Once again, you should know why. All the evidence is already in. Every vital clue that Detective Sergeant Garvey is about to discover is a fact you should know already. Well, while all of these trips are free, it's more fun to work your passage. Mystery Theater will continue in just a few moments. Her name is Selina. She has killed three men. Whether or not her cause is just is not for us to decide. Certainly, her reasons are the oldest reasons in the world. You know what they say about women scorned, women spurned, women betrayed. Believe it. Believe everything you hear. You are aware of what happened to several men who didn't. That's right, Sergeant. If she was mad at me, why did she kill Sebastian? You took her for a ride, Mr. Hogarth. Oh, you, you, you gotta believe me. I, I was really crazy about it. And Frank Clancy it. took her for a ride. And so did Joseph Carraway. But Sebastian... Hey, I remember now. She even liked him. They'd sit around and chew the fat in the office like, 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 I gotta say this, like they were sisters. Well, at least we now know her full name. Selena what? Hey. Hey, I don't remember. What do you mean you don't remember? Well, she come into the office the very first time. She says, I want to be an actress. And I says, what's your name, honey? She says, Selena, and I... Sel I can't remember. Don't you have it written down? Yeah, well, you see, it, it, it was a long jawbreaker of a name. I think it's out of Dutch or Polish or, you know. So I said, no, that can't be your name. We'll call you... And uh, you see that calendar on the wall? The Jenkins photographers? Selena Jenkins. But her real name? Jenkins kind of fitted her, you know, nice country girl sound. Uh -huh. Where was she from? Well, it had to be a small town. Where? I never asked her. She said something about uh, Pennsylvania or Ohio, well, maybe Indiana. Try to think. What's the difference? Once you cross the Hudson River, it all looks like Bridgeport, anyhow. So, we have no way of knowing her real name or where she comes from. Now, look, I have to ask you to recall every circumstance surrounding the death of Sebastian. Every detail. Mm-hmm. You called him into your office. Yeah, Why? It, yeah, it had to do with uh, not letting certain calls go through. and uh, Oh, and he'd also brought in the mail, yeah. So he placed the mail on your desk and then turned to leave? No, 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 no. It was only one letter. He read it to me. And then he died? Uh, yeah, yeah, just about. Now, the letter needed an answer, so I wrote it. And this is kind of personal. I uh, give it to him to mail and then... As he's gone out, he... It happened. Just like that. Oh, it's you, Selena. You about to leave? Yes, Mama. It's high time I was going back to pursue my career. Well, you could have a very nice career down here, honey. The oldest Franklin boy would marry you in a minute. I know, Mama. And he's got the farm and a partnership in the mill. And he's very smart. That's true, Mama. Good looking? Best looking boy in the county, Mama. 
I'll write you from New York. Oh, now it's a bad time of year for colds. Do you remember to take some of that bark Grandpa brought home from South America? Oh, Mama. You scrape off just a tiny, minute amount, first sign of a sniffle. Not too much, though. They do say it can really lay you low if you go whole hog. Now, Mama, I know how to use it. And you remember, in case the people in New York don't know how to fully appreciate your talent, you come right back home, you hear? Yes, Mama. I hear. I'm sorry to bother you again, Mrs. Carraway. Can I help in any way, Sergeant? The girl, Selena, figures prominently in all three deaths. She could have placed the poison somewhere in Mr. Hogarth's office and poor Sebastian was killed by mistake. I spoke with the late Mr. Clancy's associate who says the way people come and go at the club, it wouldn't have been difficult for her to get in there. Are you saying she could have come in here to plant the poison? Yes. Well, I hesitate to advise you in your own trade, Sergeant, but isn't that a rather haphazard method? Yeah. Yeah, it bothers me, too. It backfired, obviously, in Mr. Hogarth's case. And killed that poor Sebastian. Well, we know they died of poison. Poison has to be administered somehow and somewhere. Look, tell me the exact circumstances surrounding your husband's death. Well, it was very simple and direct. One moment... Yes, I know. You came into the room. You said you were going downtown. He was writing a letter. Well, he had just finished the letter. It was ready to be mailed. I took it from him. Wait a minute. You... Took a letter from him to drop in the mail? Yes. So did Sebastian. He took a letter from Hogarth. No, but that's no good, because if there's anything to that, you're the one who should be dead. I beg your pardon? The letter, the letter he gave you, what happened to it? Well, when, when he had the attack, I dropped it on the floor of, of his study, and, and it should still be there. Yes, here, right near the desk. You never moved a thing. It's addressed to box number 1234, 34th Street Post Office. May, uh, may I open it? Well, of course. Dear Miss, I am the man, Joseph Carraway. What do you suppose this means? I don't know. Is there anything on his desk that could lead us to an answer? Well, I haven't been able to bring myself to... To go through his papers. Could you do it now? Well, I'll have to eventually. Yes, yes, I'll do it now. And if there's anything that might be important... I understand, Sergeant. I understand. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I come running in here when I heard he was lying in there in his chair. Now, Jerry, think. Was there a letter that was ready to be mailed? A letter, a letter. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Frank Clancy was not a guy who wrote letters. His motto was, uh, never put it in writing. A letter ready to be mailed? Yeah, yeah, I remember. All, all sealed uh, with a stamp. Yeah, I even remember, um, it was addressed to a box number. What happened to the letter? What happened to the letter? I don't know. I guess it's still on his desk. You found me. I'm that same Frank Clancy. Barney, there was a letter you addressed to a box number. you just written it. You gave it to Sebastian Proudfoot to mail. Where's the letter? The letter? 
Uh, well, I mailed it. You mailed it? Well, it was a personal thing, you know. What did the letter say? Uh, look, this doesn't have anything to do did with... Did it the... say, I am the same Barney Hogarth? How do you know? Okay, Mr. Hogarth. Who did you send the letter to? I, I don't know. Two other men wrote letters identifying themselves to somebody. Now, what kind of hustle was being worked here? Hustle? Yeah. Hey, yeah, now, you know, now that you lay it out, it does sound like a hustle. But what could she hope to gain by it? She? Hey, if it really is a dame. Look. Look here, I got a letter in the mail. Hey, read it. If you are that man, please tell me so. I will send you a check for $50,000. I enclose a stamped, self-addressed envelope for your convenience. Sign forever in your debt. Word for word, that's the letter that Frank Clancy and Barney Hogarth each received. But what's the purpose of it? The post office box doesn't even exist. What does that mean? It means that whoever sent that letter didn't really care about getting an answer. Well, then why enclose a stamped, self-addressed envelope? Why? So that... Sergeant? Sergeant, is something the matter? Is it possible? Can it be that simple? Well, I'm afraid I don't understand you, Sergeant. Mrs. Carraway, you've been of the greatest help. Now I'm sure I know how your husband and those other two men died. But what are you saying, Sergeant? It was a mistake. The killer didn't want Sebastian. She wanted you. The killer? Selena. But Selena wouldn't... But I mean, she's such a pretty little thing. So's a coral snake. But I don't even know where we can find her. I do. Where? Right here. Here? She'll be back. She has to be back. She missed you. She'll come back and make sure of you. What do you mean? How would you... She'll have to do it soon, too. So my advice to you is don't leave the office. What do you mean, don't leave? Live here, sleep here. Eat all your meals at a restaurant. But I And can't I'll be here I... with you. I want to wait for her. Well, what makes you think that I'm your should... new assistant. Are you crazy? You couldn't fool anybody. You look exactly like a cop. I'll just have to do the best I can. But I'm not letting you out of my sight. Hello. Well, hello. Is Mr. Hogarth in? Uh, that depends. Who wants to see him? Selena Jenkins. Selena. Uh, won't you sit down, Miss Jenkins? Thank you. She's here. Well, why don't you arrest her? I have no evidence. But she wrote all those letters, didn't she? We can't prove any of it. But she threatened me. She threatened the other two also. Threats alone are not proof. But what are we going to do? We have to catch her in the act. But... But what? That's how the law works. You can't arrest someone before they commit a crime. But she's already committed three murders. We can't prove those yet. We hope to prove yours. Mine? The coffee pot's out near my desk. Now I'm going back out there. You mean... She's alone out there? Don't worry. But suppose she has a gun. Did you ever think of that? She doesn't use guns. She's got this poison thing down pat. It works. Now, I came in here to give her a chance to doctor the coffee. Oh, I... I hope you know what you're doing. If you knew what you were doing originally, I wouldn't have to be here in the first place. Uh, Mr. Hogarth is tied up just now, but he, uh, he asked you to wait. He's angry with me, I know. 
I behaved foolishly. But I'm truly sorry now. I know I'd forgive you. <laughs> You're such a flatterer. Oh, excuse me. Yes, Mr. Hogarth. Oh, you want those uh, Allied contracts? I'll bring them right in. Oh, well, it's always one thing after another. I uh, better bring him a cup of coffee, too. Yes, he certainly loves coffee. He, uh, he said for you to wait. He wouldn't be long. Well, did she or didn't she? This coffee goes to the lab. If it has poison in it, we've got to... Maybe... Maybe she ain't the one. She's the one. And I'm sorry for her. You just sit here in your office. I'll bring the coffee out again. He, uh... He didn't want the coffee. Oh, that's unusual for him. He drinks it all day. Well, no sense letting coffee go to waste. Uh, would you like a cup? No. No, thank you. Well, I might as well uh, drink it myself. Oh, uh... What is uh, it? I think I got something in my eye. Here, look and see. Oh. Mm. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so clumsy. That's all right. There's still a little bit left in the cup, and... Here, what's spilled on the blotter can still be analyzed in the lab. In the lab? And you're sure to have some of that poison left in your purse. Well? What do you say? I... I'm sorry about Sebastian. Yeah. You figured out a very smart way for them to take poison. All you had to do was get a device that would make them answer a letter. Answer a letter by sending back a self-addressed envelope... And they would just lick the flap to seal it. And on the flap, mixed with the paste, was enough of that ur-curare to kill them immediately. It was a clever story. It even took in Mr. Carraway. But the way it worked out, poor Sebastian sealed Mr. Hogarth's envelope. I'm willing to be punished for that one. I'm sorry. I have to place you under arrest. The others deserved it. Well... I suppose it'll give me time to reflect on my career. Yes, miss. Plenty of time. I'll be back in a moment with a final thought. There were women on that jury, and Selena's story must have touched the universal chord of sisterhood. Anyway, she'll be out relatively young and still beautiful. So, if she should ask you to help further her career, be discreet. Each year, they sweep into the city, bound with hope and illusion, and each year, they are forced to retreat, older, but infinitely wiser. The race for glory is to the swiftest of the swift, and if a little learning can be a dangerous thing, then just a little talent can be and often is a disaster. Our cast included Roberta Maxwell, Catherine Byers, Michael Tolan, Earl Hammond, and Richard Seth. Associate Director, Marlon Swing. This is Hyman Brown, producer-director, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, then, pleasant... Dream?